Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we review a dark romance book, drink some high noons, laugh our asses off, and rant about all of the hot smutty sex. There will be spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later. We also want to duly note this is an explicit podcast where we will be talking about all the taboo topics we read, including explicit sex of all varieties, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language. We are your hosts, Jillian and Morgan. Are you ready? Yes. Welcome back to the Smut Hive. Hello. Hi, Morgan. Hi, Jillian. How are you? I'm good. Good. It's been a great week? Yeah. It's been busy. Of course it's been As busy. per usual. Right. What you buzzing about? Oh, well, the reason I'm busy is because I am painting my living room and on one small wall, I've decided to try some wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I can't wait. Um... Never done it. When I think of wallpaper, I think of like having to like old school from the 90s, like plaster it to the wall. Mm-hmm. This is like that pick and steel, peel and stick, stick. stuff. Yeah. Um, it is super cute. It's very my vibe. It's very cute. It's just on a small wall. So, but I have very high ceilings and I don't ladder. I don't get on ladders. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do what I can do and then my husband will have to finish it out. But I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's going to come together well. Yeah. I can't wait to see yeah. it's done. What about you? Um, I read a book series mm-hmm. that my sister kept trying to get me to read. And I finally was like, fuck it. And I just did it. It's called The Filthy Rich Americans by Nikki Sloan. There's five books. I've only read the four. Holy fucking shit. Like, this is going to be an episode. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. Okay. Because these are really good books. And there's, it's tropey, and there's a lot of creeping factor that happens mm-hmm. in there with, like, a dad, but okay. dad is fucking hot. McAllister Hale is where it's at. Okay. So you will be reading these soon. All right. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm, I'm excited. Four books. That's pretty big for you. I know. Unless they're, like, paranormal yeah. ones that I read, like, one every year when it drops. Right. But, yeah, these, like, consumed a weekend. Okay. So, yeah. I really enjoyed that. All right. Hey, we read a book. We did. What did we read? We read... Credence by Penelope Douglas. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Penelope Douglas. She's very, I feel like she's a very tropey writer. Like she yeah. finds like a pretty like out there trope age gap, but really age gap. I'm not talking like 25 and 40. I'm talking like 18 and 40. Yeah. She um, writes like alpha asshole. Robot. Yeah. Yeah, she very does. Well. Um, so she's very good at the tropey stories. Um, this is not my first one I've read of hers, mm-hmm. uh, but it is the first one that gave me pause. Yes. Um, I'm kind of in the middle with this book. I like would go back and forth, like, what am I reading? I don't like this to like, okay, I can get on board with this. But I'm kind of in the middle with this one. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. Okay. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't hate it, but it's not for me. Yeah. Um, and it's not my tropes. Yeah. So I couldn't relate to what was happening, mm-hmm. and I definitely didn't get behind the female character. Yeah. Um, but we, it's just issues. I have issues. Yeah. So we'll we'll yeah. get into what those are. Here's your stats, yo. Here's what you got. 
So this book is based on a 17-year-old girl who's about to turn 18 mm-hmm. in a couple weeks, and her name is Tiernan? Tiernan, yeah. Tiernan, okay. Or I might call her T, because sometimes that fucks me up. Yeah. So <clears throat> T um, apparently is rich, but lives a horrible fucking life because her parents don't acknowledge her existence. Right. So she has these, like, famous starlet-type parents in LA and they only have eyes for each other and pretty much ignore her and send her off to boarding school her entire life. Right. So the only like quote unquote family member that she has in her own home is like her mother's lifetime assistant yeah. or whatever, which I think was Mari, Mari I think Mari, is her name. Mari. I don't know. Yeah. And she'll be yeah. in. So um, tier T wakes up. And it's been a long time since, like, her parents should have been up by now. She would have seen them by now. And the dog is, like, outside of the door of the bedroom door. And she opens up the door and her parents have died in their sleep. They, like, got dressed up. And apparently dad was going to be dying of cancer. And mom didn't want to live without dad. So they decided to OD and go out together. They did not leave a note. I honestly have no words. Yeah. They're literally, they're such terrible parents that they would go on a vacation and only bring her if the press was like, why aren't they ever seen with their daughter? But then when they'd go on vacation, they'd like leave her in the room and then they'd go and travel. Yeah. Just horrible. Like yeah. she, as a little girl makes a drawing to put on the refrigerator and then finds it in the trash because yeah. it doesn't match the decor yeah. of the house. She's never felt loved right. or wanted. She doesn't really speak. Yeah. She doesn't talk a lot. She doesn't have any friends. Yeah. No family. No nothing. Socially awkward. Right. Very. So 17. Yeah. She's fucked for life. Yeah. Like she's rich. So good. Because she needs a lifetime of therapy. Right. Um, and then we're going to pile on a whole bunch of bullshit that Correct. should really fuck her up for the rest of her right. life. But we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. So she gets a phone call because the attorney says in the will, her parents left her to her father's estranged stepbrother. Right. Okay. So not physically, like, blood-related in any way, and she never even knew. Like, they've never met. Never met. Didn't know her father had any relatives, but this is a stepbrother Mm -hmm. um, named Jake. So Jake calls her and says, Hi, basically, I hated your dad, and I hated your mom, and I didn't really know about you, so cool. If you want to just stay where you are and emancipate yourself, or I won't make any waves until you turn 18, and that way I don't technically inherit you, so have fun. Mm-hmm. And then she doesn't say anything because, of course, she's, like, empty and doesn't say things. And then he's like, well, are you all right? And she kind of starts to cry for the first time since going through all this nonsense with mm-hmm. the parents. So he feels something and says, well, we live in Colorado and it's rural and kind of out there, but it's the end of summer. And before winter falls, we're, we're holed up in our cabin in the winter, but you can come and hang out with us for a little bit and see if it works for you to get away. Right. So she decides to go. Never met this person before in her life. Doesn't know where she's going. Doesn't know what the fuck, but she knows nothing and decides at 17, this is what she wants. Right. So Jake picks her up, and the first thing that she realizes is that he's fucking hot. He's like 40-ish, he's 40-something-ish, yeah, and fucking hot. Cool. Yep. Here we are. But okay. he's a dick. He's an asshole. Like, yes. just, I and I don't necessarily think he necessarily means to be one. I think he's just very, like, short. Gruff. Yeah, gruff, cold, kind of. So he comes off 
very unemotional. Um, and he told her to go there. Mm-hmm. But he's not super welcoming. No. Kind of like when he takes her to the house, it actually is a house. Yeah. So it's, it's a big property with like barns and animals and they're pretty much like live off the grid type of people, yeah. but yet they do still enjoy the town. Yeah. But they live on the peak of a mountain. And so basically when the snow hits in Colorado, you're snowed in for like four to six months. Right. So enjoy your time in the summer while you can. So she's like, Cool. Honestly, who would live like that? I don't know, because we live in Michigan where the snow, like, if if we get snowed in for, like, two days, we're like, it's apocalypse! Like, we can't handle it. I Like, there's a, there's a blizzard coming. Maybe. Let's all run to the grocery store and get 50 million rolls of toilet paper, yep. all the bread, and everything. Yep, all the milk, all the bread. I cannot imagine being in a place that I would be stuck for four to six months because of snow because then it's cold as fuck you have to like hunt your own food no yeah, can i no. get an uber driver up here yeah. can i get DoorDash up here apparently not yeah that's no not that's not my jam Mm-mm. that um, alone would be like nope sorry i'll pass i yeah. won't be staying here i'll be staying here yeah well she doesn't know from how long she's gonna stay so initially in her head, she's not thinking she's going to stay there for the winter, but she is going to get away from like all the press and the paparazzi and all the funeral bullshit right. that has to go down. So here's where she's going to hide. Well, he doesn't really let her hide. It's kind of like everyone pulls their weight around here. And she's like, well, what do you mean everyone? Well, apparently he has two grown motherfucking sons. So grown like 20, 22, yeah. shit like that. Yeah. So there's two boys. There's Caleb, who's the oldest. And then there's Noah, who's the youngest, who I think is like 2021. Yeah. So she meets Noah. Yep. And he's instantly welcoming. You can tell he's like the Joker. Mm -hmm. He doesn't look like he belongs. Right. Where he is. Right. Like he's just, you know, he's very, he has a lot of charisma about him. He has a lot of sexy talk about him. And he calls her cousin, Mm -hmm. like right off the bat. And she is referring to Jake as Uncle Jake. Yeah. She is referring to Noah as Cousin Noah. Yeah. Even though they're not blood related and have never met each other until now. You have to wrap your brain around that. (laughs) Right. Or you will not finish this book. Right. Okay? Cool. So, anywho. So, we are at where she is starting to understand, like, if I want to stay here, it's going to be roughing it for me. Yeah. Like, they have indoor plumbing, don't get me wrong, but they're prepping for the winter so they're explaining to her what the winter is like but they're also like we said live off their land so somebody has to take care of the horses and somebody has to go out and feed the chickens and milk the cow and and all the crazy stuff and then they run a business where they build custom motorbikes so and no erases them no erases them yep so there's a lot of whatever yeah well she's not yet met kieran or not kieran um Caleb. caleb the other brother yeah Um, She hasn't met him yet. And so she's kind of wondering about him, but no idea. Like they're pretty much like he left like two weeks ago. He's out in the mountains. Like we don't know where he's at. Yeah. So she's picturing like mountain man. Right. Like weird. And Jake is pretty much like, listen, here are all the things you can do. Do you know how to do any of these? And she's like, no go. He's like, great. Then you can get your ass in the kitchen and you can cook our food. And she's like, no. And he's like, Yes. Everyone earns their keep around here. So she does. I mean, she does like the cooking. Mm -hmm. Uh, She does get, I mean, she does start taking care of like the horses. Yeah. 
So she does start pulling her weight a bit. She's starting to find the calm yeah. of the land. And yeah. she's like, she still has her cell phone, but she's not like carrying it around with her. And she's not paying attention mm-hmm. to her social media apps, talking about her parents' death yeah. and all that stuff. So it's good for her. Yeah. But she, I think it's her first night there when she wakes, she hears noises in the middle of the night, but she's figuring I'm in a new place, whatever. And then realizes they're moans and they're yeah. coming from Noah's room right next door. And she's like, great. But then when she wakes up in the morning, there's another girl there that's coming out of Jake's room. Right. And who's like 23, 24, where again, Jake is like in his 40s. Right. So, yep. Okay. So immediately you're like, great. These men just fuck everything. Fuck everything that walks. They bring them up here and they kick them out in the morning. Like. What am I supposed to do here? Yeah. And Noah tells her that they fuck all summer long yeah. because they don't get any puss yeah. <laughs> during it, the winter right. months. Right. And all they have to survive on is masturbation right. and porn. Right. So he was like, he teases her like, oh, but you'll be around yeah. this winter. And she's like, hold on. Yeah. Maybe, but not like that. Also, I'm a virgin. Yes. So that's due to be noted. Right. <laughs> you know. What you get in, in this point, again, we haven't met Caleb. Right. And she is getting weird vibes with Jake. Mm-hmm. And she is very flirtatious. Like, she finds it in her and she yeah. doesn't even realize she's saying it when she's around him. Yeah. And you can tell he, she can't tell if he's, like, put off by it or, like, is all about it. Yeah. And we know as readers he's all about it. Right. And you're like, she is 17 fucking years old. Come on, right. man. Well, I mean, to be fair, he does fuck 22-year-olds on the regular. So right. I honestly oh. don't think that he even cares. No. She she does tell him that she's a virgin. Mm-hmm. So I guess moving forward, it's her birthday. No, well, she goes she home. Well, she goes home, right? For the funeral. Mm-hmm. Does she meet Caleb before or after that? Before. Right before, I think. Yep. Because he's, Caleb doesn't speak. No. Like, at all. No. We find out something happened to him when he was a kid. Right. And so since then, he doesn't speak. And he's just mean. And broken. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of how they describe the car- Jake and Noah. They It's how they describe him um, in the book. Mm-hmm. And he is very mean to her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm not staying here. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing this. Well, I think she, like, goes to the bathroom or something in the middle of the night and then hears a noise and walks downstairs. Or she's in the bathroom and, like, somebody knocks on the door and she's like, I'm in here. Give me a minute. And then he, like, bangs and, not you know, like, opens up yeah. the door and kicks it in. And she sees this, like, mountain man covered in blood with, like, a dead deer around his neck or some shit hard pass i'd be running screaming out of there and he like throws the dead animal down and like corners her and like basically tries to fuck her and she yeah takes her a minute but she has to keep saying no and then she's like no and then she starts to struggle against him and then eventually noah's there to like break it up and he was like you can't she's not like them she's not one of them she's she's our cousin like you can't do that to her or something like that i'm like who the fuck are you doing it to then well my thing was is okay you're gone for two weeks in the mountains you come back and you're like i'm just gonna fuck the first thing that has a vagina yes no questions asked very beastie yeah animally yeah like no questions asked yeah but she told you no like 
five to six times and he never stopped. No. He did not literally when Noah pulled him off of her, he kept trying to go back. Yeah. No. Yeah. Also, go take a fucking shower. Yeah, because she has now like dead blood on her. Oh my god, I can't. Yeah. I cannot. Yeah. And then Jake sleeps through the whole fucking thing somehow because he never he doesn't find out about it no. for a long time. But you know, yeah. he's got a chick coming out of his room in yeah. the morning, so whatever. Very dysfunctional yep. house full of assholes. Yeah. That literally are running around after this 17-year-old girl that they call family mm-hmm. and trying to see who the first one is gonna fuck her. Right. Listen. If I did not have to read this book for this podcast, and I've sent Morgan yeah. many a threatening text messages, that yeah. I was done and I was over it. I was like, absolutely fucking not. I am not having this at all. But then she turned like she has to go home for the funeral or whatever, yeah. and then they don't think she's going to come back because of the shit that Caleb did. Yeah. But she did come back, and she wants to settle into life with them, and has decided she's going to stay for the winter. Right. So they're all fine with that, and then she turns eighteen, and I'm like, oh they're gonna touch her now because she turned 18 well i think well right before she turns 18 i almost think it might be the night before jake comes up behind her in the kitchen in the kitchen and like she's cooking in her underwear what does she expect girl i anyway so they don't fuck but there's definitely some touching happening and like Mm -hmm. kissing she's still technically 17 right and then he like walks away because he's like, no, we can't. And she's still horny. Mm-hmm. So then she goes in the living room and the boys are in there mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And she's pretty much like masturbate in front of me. Yeah. They start she- watching porn. Yep. Start watching porn. Like they start masturbating in front of each other. Like wild to me. Like I was just like. For a virgin that has no experience, mm-hmm. all of the sudden you're just fucking going ham. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they masturbate. They come. They don't touch each. Like they're not touching each other. I think she gets on his lap and like right. a little bit of touching. Yeah, but to not happen. a ton. But then um, Jake breaks in. Yeah, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And then they all split up and they go to their separate rooms and that's that. Except Jake spanks her. Well, yeah, Jake spanks her. So Jake sends his sons to bed. 20-year-olds. Yeah. Sends them to bed after he caught them all with their hands in their own pants watching porn together. And then he takes her, pulls her panties down and spanks her. Gets her off and sends her to bed. Because that's normal. Yeah. Uncle Jake. That's normal. Now listen. (laughs) She says Uncle Jake. Right. In a sexual way. I wish that... No. Yeah, I wish that when... Although, what do you think is the difference between Daddy and Uncle Jake? Oh, I have lots of thoughts on this thing. Okay, let's hear about them. Yes. So, the Daddy thing to me is sexy. I'm down for the Daddy (laughs) trope. I don't necessarily want it to be a 50-year-old man and a 19-year-old girl. That's not the type of Daddy I'm talking about. Yeah. But I think that it's hot. Mm -hmm. I really do. But when Uncle Jake hit, like, I've never read that before. Mm-hmm. When that hit in that scene, yeah. and it just, like, chills went up like, my spine. It creeped you out. And it creeped me the yeah. absolute fuck out. I don't know if it would have been any different if she would have been grown. But this is not okay yeah. behavior for a 17, 18, yeah. 19-year-old girl. I just wish she wouldn't have called him. <laughs> 
excuse me, yes. called him Uncle Jake. If she would have just left the uncle out of it, I'm not even sure that I would have minded a whole ton. Right. But, but he was saying, like, he was resisting her at first and not fucking her because he was saying, like, you don't know what you want. You're just worked up. You're not able to understand the difference between what your decisions are making. Right. And I'm like, then get your fingers out of her. Right. Because your decision is not okay either. Correct. You are 40 something yep. years old and she is younger than your children. Yeah. Who you just caught almost all touching each other right. in like a little couch orgy. Yep. What the fuck is going yeah. on in this house? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, they go to bed and they wake up the next day and they decide to go on some fucking mountainous adventure going like fishing lake, or the, the I don't shit. know, something that I don't give a fuck about because I'm not no. a camper, fisher, hunter. I don't, Maybe that's either. not my jam. I'll go to the beach. Yeah. That's it. <clears throat> so anywho, um, they like do a little like, I don't know, like play around, not with each other, but like swim and shit. And then it's time to go home. And Jake's like, you guys can go, go ahead. And the second he said that, I was like, oh, yeah. because it's her birthday. Yeah. Oh, that was the hunting. Yeah. Yeah. So he ends up, Jake mm-hmm. ends up fucking her for the first time. And a truck. He takes her virginity in the backseat of the truck after he sent the boys home to skin the Bambi that they shot. Right. Listen. Come on. And they do it, like, twice in the truck, and then they go home, and then they continue to fuck for, like, the whole night, first of all. Well, Noah sees them. Yes, Like, Noah the does boys see them. are yeah. seeing them, and they're like, what the fuck is happening, Dad? Yeah. And Dad's like, yep, I tapped that yeah. kind of a thing. And so now the boys are mad, and they're calling her like a slut. And then Dad's like, okay, well, I'm I'm a dick, and I shouldn't have done this, but since I'm already deep in you, I'm right. going to stay that way. Yeah. And so let's fuck five more times. Here's the thing. And I'm thinking back to, like, the first time that I ever had sex, which was many a moons ago. Long time, was it? I cannot imagine whether or not the first time is, like, good or not. Mm. Like, for her, in this instance, it was good. But to continuously do it for hours... your vagina has to be on fire. Mm -hmm. Like I cannot even imagine the amount of pain Mm -hmm. that is happening here. Mm -hmm. It's never talked about. She's just like gung ho up, ready to go, like fucking him all over the place in every position. Like Mm -hmm. that is not virgin behavior. Mm -mm. Not that there's specific behavior I'm feeling like a virgin should have, but like It it wasn't realistic for me. And they go on fucking for a little bit. Yeah. And then he goes away to one of their cabins that are up further up the mountain or whatever. And again, they're still prepping for winter. So they're shooting things and fishing and stocking the freezers and all the weird shit. Okay. So he goes away and there's, okay, we didn't, there's a monkey wrench. We missed the monkey wrench. Mm. Motor, motorbike townie assholes. Okay. It's a group of guys. They hit on her. Caleb got into a fight with them. So now it's like, Ooh, it's my turf and all that bullshit. Okay. So there's a monkey wrench. So all of a sudden she's home with the boys. Everyone's all of a sudden fucking horny. 
and then there's a fire. So they go outside and they take care of the fire that's in the barn and they take care of the animals and all that shit. And she gets hurt on her arm and Caleb like is all soft and trying to fix her. And then he has to put uh, stitches in her arm. And she's like, absolutely fucking not. You are a psycho. I'm not allowing you to put stitches in my arm. And he slaps her. Like she's going hysterical sitting here. Like I am not going to let you put these stitches. In I laugh. And he like grabbed her by the neck and co-cocked this bitch. I'm I, laugh. I laughed. I laughed because my, like my thought was, is if he doesn't stitch you up, like you are, die. you are bleeding. There is no hospital. You're going to get an infection. Calm the fuck down and just let him stitch you up. And she would not. So he no. was like, listen, bitch, no. I'm off to fucking... I'm going to smack you. And she wouldn't shut up. So he did. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I didn't even care about it. No. And he did it twice too. Yeah, he did. I mean, you stitched her up too, yeah. but still, but I don't know what happens honestly between our adrenaline is pumping because of the, the barn fire and you're in a raggedy shirt now because I've had to stitch you up and I've smacked your face. Right. But now this bitch wants to yeah and they have a threesome with the brothers now listen do you have an issue with brothers like brothers fucking at the same time the same girl i maybe well here's okay we're gonna pause (laughs) we're gonna pause um we're gonna hear from our sponsor and then we're gonna come back and i'll tell you my thoughts and talk about brother fucking yes okay and we're back. Hi. Okay, so three sons with two brothers. Brother fucking. Okay. I'm not entirely sure I had an issue with the fact that it was two brothers and her. One, I think because one doesn't speak, it didn't feel like I don't know. I feel like the fact that Caleb doesn't speak, sometimes I forget he's there. <laughs> I mean, this is an out. This is the problem I had with this threesome. Okay, mm-hmm. so <clears throat> you lost your virginity two days ago. Okay, you've been fucking nonstop for the last twenty four hours. You're horny. You have two guys, and you want them to fuck you. The two guys who happen to be the sons of the guy right. you just fucked. Here's the thing. She wants them both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Is is there no pause between regular sex for the first time and anal for the first time? Because I feel like there should be an amount of like experienced time mm-hmm. between the two. You don't just jump to anal. Mm-mm. Like I just had sex for the very first time less than 48 48 hours later like i want to try anal oh and i also want to dp mm-hmm. girl mm-hmm. no yep. first of all your vagina is still probably ripped to shreds from the first time you had sex because <laughs> you had sex 12 times in the first day like i'm just it's not realistic to me no. i was more focused on that than i was focused on the fact that it was two brothers mm. Also focused on the fact that I did like Noah's dirty talk. I still am stuck on the fact that Noah does not speak a single fucking word. It, I just, I can't. Yeah. I don't know. No, not Noah. Okay. Or Caleb. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know. My dog's in the background. Oh. 
She's just joining. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I heard my mom cussing yeah. about this book all day today. <laughs> so here I am. So yeah. I don't know. I just. Here's the only thing that I did like. When Jake comes home the next day, she tells him the truth right yeah. off the bat. Just so you know, shit went down last yeah. night and I fucked him. And he was like, you fucked them both? And she was like, yes, I did. And he's like, what's for dinner? <sighs> I am so over these people. It's like she describes him in this scenario where you can tell he's jealous. Right. But he won't tell her not to do it because he does want his sons to be happy and he feels like she can do that for them. So he's willing to just back off. Mm -hmm. But instead of just saying that, he just goes straight to what's for dinner. Yeah. Like, okay. And right. he kind of avoids her. Yeah. Does a bunch of busy work. Yeah. One word answers back to being gruff and right. solitary kind of environment. Yeah. Um, and she does not fuck Noah again. No. Yeah. She was done. There's no more brother threesome. I feel like her and Noah's relationship has turned into like a legit cousin relationship. Like right. they care about each other. They love each other. But they're not like sexually together. Right. I mean, I think he probably thinks she's hot or whatever. Yeah. But he is more concerned about what's what's she gonna do when the winter ends because she's up there now yeah through the winter she's up there and jake is pretty much like you need to get your college applications in you need to study like you are not staying here because he doesn't believe that she belongs there he wants her to go out into the world and live life he does not want her up there right and he wants her to take noah Yes. With her when yep. she goes because he knows Noah's not truly happy there. Right. Um, and Noah is doing really well with his whole dirt bike bullshit mm -hmm. and writing and competitive yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, outside of like Jake fucking an 18 year old and then also fucking her when he knew his sons wanted to, mm -hmm. whatever. In general, I feel like Jake is a good dad mm -hmm. outside of that situation. He does want what's best for them. And I don't know. I liked Jake. I just wish that he wouldn't be attracted to a 17-year-old. I, In general, I liked him as a character, though. Mm -hmm. I I didn't love her. I didn't relate to her. I liked Noah. I thought he was charming. I'd probably fuck Noah if I was, like, young and single and bored. I think the only one that I would have fucked was Jake. And I think that, because I think that if it would have been written that she was like a 24-year-old person, 25-year-old yeah. person, Jake would have been my pick yeah. from absolutely everything. So that's the only thing he yeah. did that I was not down with. Yeah. But he had what I usually look for in the characters. I thought Noah was that great side character. Yeah. Because that's what he kind of ended up turning yeah. into since they only fucked the one time. Um, but I found absolutely no nothing about Caleb that I could nope. equate to no. them having this insta-love. Because after the threesome, Caleb fucks her the next day. And then she's exclusively just fucking him from that point on. And it's understood that she's right. his. And they, like, have this love right. bubble that goes on for a while. Well, and then they find out that she's, like, a really good artist. And so she goes up into their barn and, like, finds all of this, like, old furniture and decides to start, like building it and like mm -hmm. creating these art pieces uh 
And she loves it. Like, mm-hmm. she loves doing it. And Caleb gets pissed at her because he can't speak and essentially, like, acts like a child. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of speaking, he decides to just either get violent or throw a hissy fit in the form of violence. Like, taking one of her pieces that she loves and throwing it into the fire mm-hmm. and smashing it to smithereens. Mm-hmm. It was a dick move. Yeah. Because... He can communicate. He chooses not to. Right. Because of something that happened yep. to him when he was like four. Yeah. Okay, fine. I get all of that. Yeah. So you don't speak. Okay. But you can write. Yeah. You can read. Yeah. You can make, you can sign language. Yep. You can make hand gestures. You can do all these yeah. things. And she's sitting there staring at him going, find a way to communicate with right. me. You know you can. Right. Find a way to communicate with me. I need you to answer some, yeah. some questions that I have. And he absolutely refuses to do so. Yeah. So when she calls him on his shit, he freaks the yeah. fuck out and burns her shit off. And yeah. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. They do end up, like, finding, communicating through, like, a journal, like, these entries. Mm-hmm. But he essentially pisses her off so much that she's like, I hate you. Like, I cannot stay here. And he disappears and, like, leaves yeah. right around Christmas time for, like, a month or something. Mm-hmm. Like, a long He's time. He's gone for a while. Yeah. And the storms are just coming one yeah. after another. Winter is just, you know, here and in yep. full force. And they're worried about him. And she talks Noah into going to yeah. find him. And they do. Yep. And they, then they're instantly back together. Right. They do find him. And they, he's, first of all, okay. This is my, this was my thought process. I'm going to take you guys through this. Okay. They're out in the middle of a mountain. It's snowing or raining or something mm-hmm. and they find caleb they like meet eyes across the fucking pond or wherever the hell they are and noah is not there he's like somewhere else they lock eyes they walk up to each other they make out they go into this cabin and they fuck mm-hmm Obviously, no words are spoken by him. Right. She's like, I miss you. I was worried about you. Where have you been? My train of thought, though, goes to, sir, you have not showered in a month. Mm -hmm. I will not be touching any of your bits until you take (laughs) uh, a shower. Mm -hmm. He's covered in dirt and, like, dead animal blood. No. None of that is appealing to me. It's no. no, like I no. I don't have like a mountain man <coughs> fetish. No, like that doesn't. I love a beard. Oh, don't I'm get me wrong. Give me a beard any day. Flannel shirt. Sure, too. I'm down for all that. Right, Big boots. Right, like you want to chop some wood. Right, all said and watch. But I don't want to know that you just killed an animal or like rolled around in the mud. Right, like I want the alpine fresh scent. Right. And not gross. Right. Gross and goo in real life. Like you're disgusting. Yeah. Like, the last thing I want to do is fuck you. Yeah. So that was my train of thought in this mm-hmm. entire, like, they were fucking, and I literally couldn't even focus on the sex scene because my brain was like, ew, gross, you're gross, you're dirty, you're gross, you're I disgusting. can't. Yeah. So anyways, um, that's that. They yeah. fuck, they leave, they go back to the cabin, and mm-hmm. Jake is like, what the actual fuck? Mm-hmm. Because they did not tell him that they were leaving. Mm-hmm. So he's very dad vibe now. Right. <coughs> um, pardon me it just ends up being you go through the rest of winter and they're in their love bubble still yeah and jake is finally able to clear out the roads yeah spring is happening 
and there's still snow, but spring is happening. And now that the roads are clear, they're going to town. Again, she's in her love bubble with Caleb and one of the old towny bitches that he used to fuck is pregnant. Like Mm -hmm. visibly, I'm going to pop. I was pregnant before you got snowed in on the mountain pregnant. And Caleb doesn't say shit. And T is like, what the fuck? Could this baby be yours? Because the timing is right. And right. the townie bitch is like, yeah, the timing's right. Yeah. And like walks away. Now T is pissed off because he won't say anything. He yeah. just like signals like, get your ass in the fucking truck. And she's like, no, Noah, let's go. And yep. gets on his bike. They drive up to the cabin. And she's like, if you want me to continue this, whatever this is that we're doing, you need to speak right now and you need to tell me if this is your child. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't do it. He just stares at her. Yep. So she's like, no. So she packs up her shit. Mm-hmm. And he essentially, Caleb just takes her bags out to a cab, puts her shit in there and waves his hand in like, bye. Yeah. And so she's like, okay yeah like bye bye and noah is screaming because he doesn't want her to leave i don't even know where jake is at this moment jake's the same yeah he doesn't want her to leave but she gets in the cab and goes she leaves she's out yeah and she goes back to california back to her parents house so she's going through all that bullshit you know memories of her parents yeah where she is now and how she's able to communicate now with people and that she does love caleb but Maybe he's yeah. not her happily ever after and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All this bullshit's happening and it's been weeks, six yeah. weeks, eight weeks, some bullshit like that. And then Noah shows up and he is got a sponsorship mm-hmm. with a company who's one of the home bases is out of California and he's coming to stay with her when he's in California doing race yeah. bullshit. But he's been in California for a couple weeks. Yes. But, but he needed some time. Right. So he they decide that when he's in California, he'll live with her. Otherwise, he'll be based in, like, Chicago or something. Mm-hmm. But he got out yep. of the mountain. Um, Jake came and saw her. Mm-hmm. And he has developed kind of a little side relationship going on with her mom's personal assistant, yeah. M, because yep. I can't remember her yep. fucking name. Um, they hate each other. So yeah. their banter is right yeah, there is. from the absolute beginning. So you can kind of tell yeah. something's going to happen there. So T is like, okay, Jake's going to be okay. Yeah. And so Jake actually even accepts a job working for the same company that Noah is with the bikes and all yeah. that kind of custom stuff that they do. So he's back and forth between Colorado and yeah. California. So that's yeah. cool. Finally, though you know that Caleb's going to show up yeah, and he does, but this is, it's, you almost don't think he might because he's never stepped foot out of Colorado. And Noah has told her numerous times he will never leave the mountain. So if you want any kind of life outside of this, he is not it. Right. Like he is not the one for you. Right. Because he will never leave that mountain. Yeah. But he does. He does. He does come back and he speaks. Yeah. And he has a lot to say. Honestly, at this point now, I like Caleb. The second he started speaking, I was like, oh, I like this guy. But, yeah. but honestly, to the end of the yeah, book. I mean, I we're talking the last chapter. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like, you know that saying where it's like, you can't accept, or what is it? You can't, you can't accept help unless you want it first for yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't think of the saying, but I felt like that's kind of what Caleb needed to do. Like he needed to work through a lot of shit before he was able to like 
love somebody else because honestly how do you love somebody when you don't like yourself and you don't even know who you are right so i feel like that's what he did after she left Mm -hmm. he like worked on himself and like figured shit out and then decided like okay i'm gonna talk because i feel like for him not talking was a way for him to control things Mm -hmm. but really it just ruined everything agreed but he does have a lot to say. And the things that he had to say were, like, really, like, made a lot of sense. And they were really sweet. And I just, I, I don't know. I don't, how do you love somebody that doesn't talk? I don't think that bothered me. It What bothered me was that he could find a way to communicate that he could have felt comfortable. Right. Like she's seen him write things before. Yeah. So he could have communicated with her and chose not to. And that's very selfish. Well, I think that's, and I think that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not that he physically couldn't talk. It's just Mm -hmm. like he, because that's how he chose to control things. He just didn't. And I feel like when something serious is on the line and you choose not to talk, Mm -hmm. that says more than anything that you could possibly say. Yeah. And it was just because he wouldn't communicate, you couldn't get a read on him. Yeah. And so you didn't understand how he would treat her like a princess one minute and then just straight up treat yeah. her like a whore the next minute. Yeah. So it was very, I, I struggled to yeah. attach to him in any way until he started to speak. But again, that's only a chapter long. Yeah. So. Well, so they, anyway, they, they la 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 love each other and then they are all and then it flips forward and they're all back in the mountain like five years later yeah no maybe two two years later three years later because she she's finished school Mm -hmm. um they're married Mm -hmm. they have a kid 18 month old kid um yep they're all like out camping at the mountain and they do say that noah and jake are just visiting because they don't live there full time Mm -hmm. but that they're building a house. Yeah, they're building a house there and they're moving back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm assuming they'll probably split their time, but I don't know. It doesn't say that. Right. Um, but let me just tell you, they're the kid is sleeping in Noah's tent, and T and Caleb are fucking in there. So mm-hmm. This was the best sex scene of the whole book. And yes. honestly, for me, it was because he was A speaking. Right. But B. It just felt like, I don't know, like honest. Yeah. Maybe. And in the, and when it was being written, it's like kind of a two, like his point of view. It's Caleb's point of view. Mm -hmm. I feel like he had a, just from his point of view, I felt like I could see the sex scene Mm -hmm. and like the love that they had for each other. Um, definitely the best sex scene of the book it was which i hate because it's at the very end yeah i agree i liked the very last chapter yeah i think it, it wrapped up everybody really well yeah yeah which i told you yeah because she said i have 100 pages left i don't want to finish this i was like the end is the best part you have to finish it mm-hmm. yeah i i don't know i don't even know if i really loved her i'm glad that she got her shit together and like did what she wanted to do because i felt like in the middle of the book, I thought if she throws her whole fucking life away to stay on this goddamn mountain for someone that's not speaking to her, I'm about to be pissed. Yeah, that's true. So I kind of do appreciate that Caleb was an asshole and he literally threw her shit in the cab because I honestly don't think that if he would have, wouldn't have done that, I don't think she would have left. No, I agree. So I'm glad that he was like, get the fuck out. 
because I felt like it kind of like kicked her in the ass and caused her to like figure out what it is that she wanted. And she went to school and she got her life together and she donated all her parents shit and like move forward. Mm -hmm. So I kind of started liking her then, but for me, I struggled not liking half the characters until the last three chapters of the book. Agreed. So that kind of, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't love that. What's your dick score? Out of five. Oof. <laughs> Probably two and a half. Same. I was going to give it a two, but yeah. I'll bump it up to two and a half penises based on the last chapter alone. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, man. Yeah. That's the big TikTok sensation mm -hmm. called Credence. That's, you know, super fucking tropey. Yeah. Uh, and it did make you uncomfortable and I did have to finish yeah. it, but I wouldn't have finished it. Yeah. Honestly. But Penelope Douglas does have a lot of other books that are yes. really good and they are tropey. Yes. Uh, so I think the one I, uh, read recently, I think it's called birthday girl. Yes. I think that's her dad's like best friend. No, her dad's that's her boyfriend's dad. Boyfriend's her dad. -boyfriend's yes. Dad. Yep. So, I mean, and that's a pretty age gap. So yeah trophy but i liked it yeah i did like it yeah yeah anywho all right so what's happening for next week Ooh, next week is so good mm. it's so good it's the kings of italy series by mila finelli if i'm saying that right and the first book is mafia mistress mm -hmm. i loved these books yes you did i loved them and They're so did i so good yeah so yeah that's next week yes all right guys have a great week bye So before you get on with your day, be sure to check us out on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as The Smut Hive, done by yours truly, our IT expert. <laughs> Follow, like, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at smuthive at We would love to hear from you. We better hear from you.